Welcome to another week of In the Vault. Do you want to start college or pro? Let's start with let's start with college football. It was it was an interesting week. There was a couple of games that had some two. college football playoff. You want to start Midwest or West? Oh, let's start let's start out West. All right. Which crazy enough, it was before the Midwest game. Not under the lights as you so you know I have plead pled for last. Week. I have I, I have problems with kickoff times, but it was such a good game too. I like saw if, none of it. If you would have been able to put it under the lights, it would have been eleven out of ten as far as atmosphere. Like it was bananas. How'd the QBs look? Um, Penix looked. I don't know. I came in with such unbelievably high expectations that I was maybe a little bit let down by both of them. Um, they, they both played extremely well. Don't get me wrong. Just in terms of like evaluating them as, as pro prospects, like, I don't know, maybe it's because he's left-handed. It just, the ball doesn't look right coming out of, uh, Michael Penix's hand. I don't know. He's kind of got this little flip to his motion. It's, it's weird. It might just be that I'm being a leftist. I, I don't know. You are left-handed. I am left-handed. <laughs> I normally I normally think that it looks it looks good. Like I think it looks pretty good coming out of the Dolphins quarterback's hand, but um I don't know. I was Do you think there's any way he loses the Heisman at this point now? Oh yeah. You know he's minus money. I do know. If he if he loses a game and they don't make the playoffs, he's not gonna win the Heisman. It'll it'll just fall to somebody else. Are his numbers that crazy? Not really. They're they're very good, but there's a lot of other guys that have very yeah. good numbers. Strike May has very good numbers. If UNC goes undefeated and beats uh, Florida State in the ACC championship game, surely he will be the the guy to beat there. Anyway, unbelievable game. Uh, both quarterbacks played played pretty well. The main question, the the uh, going for it on fourth down, the Oregon Ducks did to try and ice the game. They did not get it. Turned it over to Michael Penix, who went down in like three plays and scored. So if they get this first down, the game is Game's over. Game's over. I think that Washington fourth and what? Fourth and three. I think I Washington like is out of timeouts. I like that. Ball game is over. Yeah, I like that. I think if, if you I'm, like it or don't like it. Oh, I loved. I mean, especially as a neutral, I have give me that all day. I don't know so much if I were a Ducks fan what I would have felt about that. But at this point, we also have the benefit of hindsight. They didn't get it. How much time is left? In the low one minutes. Like, genuinely, if they get that, you know, we're kneeling three times and this game's over. And then Washington went down and scored? On two plays and made it look as easy as it possibly could. <laughs> yeah. The, the Pac-12's loaded. They actually gave Oregon the ball back with potentially too much time. and So, it, I think it's pretty clear at this point, if we get a one-loss Pac-12 champ, they're in possible we get a two-loss Pac-12 champ, and then it becomes a little dicier depending on... The problem is, is I don't think... And this isn't just because of how bad you guys destroyed them. I'm not sure that USC is good enough to make that a true three. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that if they end up beating each other, that those losses are not bad enough to get one of, one of them in with two. Does that make sense? So, but it also sounds like you're not that high on then UCLA, Utah... Wazoo. Not per- and not personally, but I also, that's derived. Because if that's the case, someone's going to end up with zero or one losses. That's what derived from what the media tells me, which the media has no interest in any of those teams. And that's, UCLA's defense is nasty. That's who's going to be putting that. people into the, the playoffs. I don't know. I do want to talk, before we get to Notre Dame-USC, I do want to talk playoff because it's starting to get a little clearer now. We say this every year. Next year, l- luckily, this is not a thing anymore. There's a chance a very deserving team gets left out. Because SEC champ will be in. Big Ten champ will be in. So two are right off the bat. 
Big 12 champ will be in. And probably the Pac-12. And that leaves out... You can't take out an undefeated Florida, Florida State. State. Who do they bump? It'd have to be... It, this won't happen because it always plays out. But Florida State, I don't think they're losing a game. They're going to go 13-0. and They don't play anybody. I mean, UNC in the championship game will be the only chance. So Florida State at 13-0 and is in. There's zero chance they're left out. There's zero chance the SEC champ is left out. There's zero chance the Big Ten champ is left out. That's three tickets. What if OU goes undefeated and Washington goes undefeated? Who's the fifth team that's out? I genuinely don't know. Honestly. It would be very funny. It should be the, it should be the SEC champ. I, I mean, mean, an undefeated Georgia? If, if, and I'm not saying that this will happen, but just in terms of what should happen, their only win is going to be against a one-loss Bama team. Potentially two at that point. I mean, how does that get in over a... Florida uh, State's only win will be over LSU. Which doesn't look nearly as impressive now as it did then. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be Florida State in that instance. I, don't, I think just off brands, it'd be Washington. Washington out. Yeah, which would, which would suck. But. but even, let's say a couple of these teams lose their championship games. Now you have Texas that will be in the mix. You have, um, it could be Oregon in the mix. North Carolina, if they go undefeated and Florida yeah, State has one loss, they're and this isn't even talking a second SEC team. Bama, what if they mm-hmm. run the table? And, or a second and third Big Ten team, which obviously not for a four team. But I if think you take Ohio's it, the only one. If you take it to a 12 team, you throw those three teams in. It would be such a good 12 team I think, tournament. So say Ohio loses. Say Ohio ends up in the exact same spot as last year. So they lost to they, us, but nobody else. Right. Right, and they'd have a top ten win with Notre Dame, but not a conference champion. They wouldn't get them in this year, probably no. not. Like a last year, a, some have, things had to break right. This they would year, have two top lot. ten wins this year, though. Yeah, because they would be Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. Gets I still in. don't think that gets you in, and it probably shouldn't. It there's should. Other but teams that are are undefeated. Like, there's gonna be some good. But it's bananas. There's no great teams, really. Period. But there's gonna be some good teams not in it. Yeah, yeah. It's as deep one to. Nine as it's ever potentially ever been in our life. I'm an agent of chaos. I am rooting for undefeated Big Ten, undefeated Georgia, undefeated Florida State, undefeated Washington, undefeated Oklahoma. And just see what happens. Somebody is burning the place to the ground. It would. They the NCAA would almost have to have like an emergency. What conference? If, what if it's the round robin in the Big Ten and everyone has a loss? We looked at these and it was like pretty much ends with a card being drawn. Right. But- <laughs> You take a, I would, I mean, even being a Big Ten homer, I would say take the champ of that out and put in the other undefeated team. No, you would. Yeah. You would have to. Um, but it would also be funny. Like, say, I mean, even Texas wins a game here. That muddies, if Texas wins out with one loss and everyone else is undefeated, like, they'd be Bama. And their only loss would be a very close last second loss against Oklahoma. And they would have a win against Oklahoma because they would play them in the Big 12 championship game. Like it's going to be very funny. Two are on a collision course. I want as again. much chaos as possible. Um, I want yeah. just under enough, as much chaos as possible. I want one specific team to not worry about the chaos and just chaos yeah. everywhere else. <laughs> and if this weren't a great Michigan year, I would be rooting for chaos completely. And if it's, uh, I mean, it, it's going to be tough. Those are two very good teams. If you win out, you don't have to worry about the chaos elsewhere. Michigan? Big, yeah, Big yeah, Ten, Big Ten and SEC matter. are the two conferences, and it doesn't matter if you win yeah. out. And I think Big Twelve too. I think if Oklahoma wins out, it's 
open yes, a shot case. But not if it's Texas, yeah. But not if it's Texas. It will be like with it being the last year of four, it'd be so perfect if it was an absolute disaster and they had to leave out like an undefeated conference champ. I would be I would find it very funny. Um other game. You were there. I was there. Uh all right, so you heard me last week. I was said I was going to drop a nuke on USC. As the week went on, and every two years this happens, if you follow Notre Dame Twitter, you just hear USC players crying and complaining about coming to play in the weather. They're me- half mentally beat by the time they get here, which hot seat them joining the Big Ten. Good <laughs> luck. It's about to get a whole lot worse. Um, and the weather, we were looking at weather report, and it was, let's say it was football weather, not LA weather. Yeah, it was miserable all day yes. long. Um, I, I told you this before the game, there was like a USC fan over my shoulder and the PA guy goes, he read the weather report and he goes, this is football weather, not Southern California weather. And this USC fan, like to nobody in particular, just goes, we complain of rain. <laughs> like, like trying to talk himself into it. Um, turns out. Turns out they could not. That game was a whooping. Um, it was so ugly. I also like... First of all, it didn't de- deter me on if I'm an NFL team, I'm still taking Caleb Williams. Of course, yeah, he, definitely. But it's it made the Louisville game such a bummer because this this defense is nasty. They played four undefeated teams in a row and gave up. I mean, Louisville got out of hand, but gave up like two touchdowns a game. And it's not like the offense is bad either. It no, it it's one man's fault. It is this. It is Jack Swarbrick, the scheduler's fault. There is no way there shouldn't have been a bye week in there, and that potentially changes it's everything. So, because I, then again, even with the loss to Ohio and went out, which they'll probably went out now, but even if they would have got by Louisville, the way things are shaking out, it would have been an uphill climb at eleven and one. Definitely, but that's right now before potential yeah. chaos hits. You would have at least had a shot. It, yes. it would have made the rest of the season interesting. Where right now it's like probably New Year's Six Bowl, and I, I just don't have any interest in that. Um, they, yeah, the, the, the defense is elite. I mean, it's right back to next year type thing. If your guy's grandkid's a stud, they'll have a shot. If not, same thing. Um, you said Caleb Williams was maybe acting a little Yeah, he was upset. He, a little churlish on, on the sidelines during that first half. I think by the second half, he had just kind I was of, Lincoln on the sidelines. Uh, not noticeably anything. If I told you Notre Dame was going to win the game, what would you have guessed the score was going to be? Did I you think guessed, it? No, I would have guessed 21-17. Really? I would have guessed like 45-40. I just thought there was no way. Like, I knew USC's defense was terrible. I just thought there was no way he slowed out Caleb Williams. I See, I don't know. The, the way you guys defend on the perimeter. Like, I feel like you always joke about the second and third cornerbacks behind Benjamin. Benny. Cam They're also very yeah, good. Cam Hart played well. And I don't know. I wasn't necessarily – I feel like before I told you, as long as they keep him under 400, I think you guys have a real good chance. And It, uh, it was a good time, Art. Reed went with me to the game. He had an absolute blast. Um, it was uh, another guy we went with rushed the field afterwards. Where I get, I know like the barstool side is rush the field every time. You live one time. We're favorites. I, out of principle, I didn't go on the field. We're favored to win the game. I mean, yeah, but at a certain extent, just like go have fun. You saw the one kid. I mean, that, that's not my idea of fun, but if it's your idea of fun, yeah. go nuts. You saw the one kid that found Caleb Williams and made a video? No, I didn't see this. He's recording himself. He, so he goes on the field. It's like a college kid. He's recording himself selfie-style, just sprinting. And he gets to Caleb Williams, goes selfie-style, and goes, what's your nails say now? What's your nails say now? <laughs> yeah, that's 
It's funny. And then a Notre Dame player like picked him off like the claw in Toy Story and ripped through him aside. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, That's how that story should end. USC, it's about to be tough sledding for USC the rest yeah, of the year. Definitely. I think they end up at eight and four team, probably. Yeah, I think so too. I just think that they seem like the kind of team where when it's blue skies, everything is real nice and real pretty. And then as soon as they get a little bit of clouds, I can see a lot of those personalities going south. And Lincoln has his, he was already going to have an uphill battle with having a soft team. Joining the Big Ten, that will be amplified. Like you can't, 100%. you can't roll into some Big Ten stadiums with a soft team and expect well, you it can't to roll up. into three specific Big Ten. The rest of them, you're probably fine. well five now with the two coming with them. Yeah, but I mean they're used, be out they're west. used to that. I mean, that's but even like like they won't lose these games against schools like uh, Illinois, but it's not going to be fun for them. I bet somebody gets them year one. Oh, somebody I will. I don't 100%. know who, but in Illinois or a Rutgers. Eh, not in Indiana, obviously. A Purdue, someone later in the schedule that when they come here, I bet somebody gets them. Because ima- like, imagine you're USC, you're in LA, you're an LA kid. Imagine kicking off at Northwestern at noon Eastern. On November 12th. Yeah, That's I'm 9 a.m. their time. It's going to be freezing cold. There's going to be 17 people in the crowd. Why would, they're not going to want to play in that game. That seems, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to want to play in that game. That gonna, sounds terrible. Every part of that sounds terrible. Every, Big Ten loves their freaking noon kickoffs. That is 9 a.m. in LA. Yeah, they do. 9 a.m. Well, everyone knows that happen. Gus can't broadcast after like 3.30, so you got to have the noon, yeah. Speaking, um, Speaking of, big noon kickoff. Let's get to it. That, that's, I'm excited for that. I hate that it's at noon, but I am excited for that game. This will be, be the first gauge of if anybody in the Big Ten is any good. I mean, you guys I mean, against each Ohio other. State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what offensive rock fight? <laughs> um, I so how are you? Are you fully at the point where, like, even watching this game as Michigan fan, are you gonna be like, I just want to feel something? What do you, what do you like mean? you've seen the same game seven times in a row? Are you like chomping at the bit for eleven eleven? The Penn State game. Uh oh, for us against yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's only I think. Michigan State, Purdue. So it's not, and then Penn State. So it's not over. So two more games at this point. Yeah. Um, As far as this game goes, I'm yeah, I'm very excited. Like spread is what you thought it'd be. Spread is I think where about where it should be. They typically give about three points to home, sometimes four in college. So they think Ohio's a little better team. Vegas. I think I think right now they are as well. I I think they are too. But given how much I talked about Penn State preseason, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ride their money line. That's one of my picks. Um, I, I have Ohio State minus four and a half. Um, there, I read an article by your boy Tom Fornelli um, talking about the a, a average depth of target for Penn State. They haven't let Aller throw the ball at all. His average depth of, of pass attempt is like 6.7 yards. It is by a mile the shortest in the Big Ten. What if he just can't throw it? What if he, what if he isn't actually an elite passer? If he's not... A, they don't have elite pass catchers. No. If he's not a good quarterback, they're probably going to get pumped here. And, like, it's a big game. And I will say, I don't think McCord's like C.J. Stroud. But he came into South Bend and held up pretty well. And he's getting better every week. Like, I, that's been a big national narrative, but it's true. Like, from where he was against Indiana in that first game to where he is now, 
it's massive. And that's why I wanted to play Ohio State week two. And like I, I wouldn't have been surprised, like coming into South Bend, if he would have completely folded. Yeah, but 100%. he didn't. I mean, he made he made plays. I, Mar- Marvin Harrison's so good. The one question: Do you know anything about the Ohio State's health? They had a ton of guys. Allegedly, uh, Mayan or, or excuse me, Travion and Ibuka are supposed to play. That's all I need to hear. Um, it's supposed to. I mean, it's it's also they said this the whole posturing. whole year leading up to Michigan last year, and then all those guys didn't play. Yeah. Um, so, I, I just, despite all the Ryan Day evidence to the contrary, I think properly motivated they figure it out. Yes, I don't think this is a game where you have to be tough to win. I don't. I don't see James Franklin teams as wanting to come in there. Like I think they want to come in there and try and bully them. I don't think they do. It's at home. I don't know. I don't. I don't really see any of the factors here that make me really worried for them. Only for Penn State. And the. It, and at the end of the day, James Franklin is the coach of the other team. Yeah. That when when all else fails, that's what I refer, revert back to. Give me Ohio State. It. Uh, but I do think Penn State's a good team. I do too. They. I think like, right now they are the third best team in the conference. Like looking at futures to make the playoffs. Michigan and Ohio are pretty close, and they do have Penn State a full about plus 150 behind them, which seems about right. I don't think – I think there's a good chance Michigan could win both those. I think there's a pretty decent chance Ohio could win both those. I would be shocked if Penn State that's won both the, those. That's the correct take. Yep, yeah. definitely. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it'll be exciting. You – despite the fact that – I think Riley High School here locally could probably beat Michigan State. You always get nervous for this game. This is the one game what? you get nervous Why? about. They're so bad. They are really bad. They care so much. That is that is the only reason. But like, they care so much. And I know a lot I know of guys care. I know what you're thinking. There, there is nobody on you guys' regular. Like, USC doesn't hate you guys as much as Michigan State hates us. Ohio State doesn't hate us as much as Michigan State hates us. There's just something about that that always makes it closer than normal. That being said, in my teaser, maybe I go a different direction. Yeah, I mean, like, 16 seeds really want to beat one seeds. But they don't. It's not a want to be. It's a deep, intrinsic hatred. I I don't know how to describe it to you. Cubs-Cardinals might be the closest thing. And obviously, baseball is far less of a physical. My advice would be, I think, so you guys have had some slow starts this year. I would say right out the slow start, it might happen. Wait for a live line around 17 and empty the clip into it. That being said, this is obviously gambler brain. We had a slow start last week. We'll have a slow start this week. But like even Rutgers was a slow start. Bowling Green was a slow start. Yeah, but those were spaced out. Every every other. Minnesota was the one between. What game had the pick six like immediately? That was Minnesota. So if that happens, I guess you're in trouble. Also... I didn't Washington have Penn or Michigan State down like forty two nothing in the first quarter. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I would. It's it's in East Lansing. Mm-hmm. Under the lights. I would ride. I will. I would ride it. Hope you get a live line under twenty, and then go ballistic on it, because emotion and hatred can carry you for maybe a quarter. And then, then at some presumably point, presumably talent. At some point, dudes out. are dudes. 
Um, all right, well, let's get to our picks. I have Ohio State minus four and a half. You sticking with Penn State money line? Yeah, I don't. I think Ohio State's going to win, but I'm going to bet Penn State money line. Um, um, South Carolina, they are seven point dogs course. going to Missouri. <laughs> I I still don't really buy the Missouri thing. South Carolina will have the best player on the field, maybe the best player in the country. Uh, give me give me the the Cox minus or excuse me plus seven. Um, I kind of like. Ole Miss against Auburn, minus six and a half, just because Auburn cannot score the football whatsoever. Um, and Ole Miss can. The only other game I was really looking at was, seems like Duke's getting a lot of points against Florida State. It does. I, I considered that one as well. I mean, Florida State is... What's our what's our quarterback status there? Yeah, that makes more sense. Good call. I don't, I don't <laughs> he know. He ain't playing. He's he, not, okay, then. After Notre Dame, they said six weeks. It's been two. There's no way he's playing. <laughs> um, okay. I think it's been this, three. It's been three. Disregard. Dis- disavow. Um, that makes that makes much more sense. All right, I have a seven uh, seven point teaser. I know I just said I'm nervous, but but give me my boys minus seventeen and a half. Um, Wisconsin comes in two and a half point favorites at Illinois. I know they lost their quarterback, but like he wasn't good either. Like how bad could the backup be? That moves them to plus four and a half. Alabama uh, comes in minus nine, hosting Tennessee. That moves them to minus two. And then my, our favorite uh, number of the week, the over-under in the Minnesota This is so Iowa funny. Is 32. I'm, 31 and a half now. Oh, 31 and a half. So I had it at 32 here. I'm moving it to 25. That, I, I think they get it. It is it, so funny. Do you... Here's my other question for you. Do you think... The bottom half of the Big Ten ever recovers? No. What What is the path to recovering? There isn't one. They have to. They're going to get worse, if anything. Okay, in five years, are they still in the Big Ten? Yeah, I don't see. Well, I don't see anybody like leaving, and the Big Ten's not going to expel people. If anything, they're just going to draft in more teams. I mean, you know, they need to break off into another conference. If everything gets, if everything gets realigned again. That could be. Yeah. If you're Wisconsin, if you're Minnesota, if you're Illinois, what are you doing? Wisconsin, I don't think is in that category. The other two teams, solidly so. I could see Wisconsin staying and being the worst team in the conference in a new, like revamped conference. I don't think. I don't think they're lower. But even half. if they don't leave, like Wisconsin, Purdue, Rutgers, um, Minnesota, Illinois, like if you're leading those programs, what's your plan? You're going to get pumped five times a year every year. Probably more. And it's going to be more difficult to recruit now. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Cause it's maybe, not, maybe a breakaway conference is the, is the it's, plan. It's not like these other Big Ten teams are kind of bad. They're absolutely terrible. Like, Everyone is trash. Everyone. Like I think if you took the Power Five and Power Ranked 1 to end, 80% of the bottom would be the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't know what you do they're, as they're at least the the loudest terrible. I don't know what you do as a conference because even you look like bottom of Big Twelve. Like KU scrappy, Tech is scrappy, Oklahoma State scrappy. There's nobody bottom, in the bottom of ACC. Of the, you get like North Carolina wait, State. Pitt is scrappy. They just whooped up. Like they're. I don't know how if you're a president of that school and you're sitting down with your coach and they're like, "What are we going to do about this?" There's no answers. There's nothing you can do about it. That's a that's a very good point. There's th- there's no I'm gonna say four. There are four dog teams coming into the conference. I'm just still not sure how the money leads teams away. 
And that, that eventually is what's going to drive everything. It's going to be really hard to get coaches and kids then. I think that is the more the and reality. And it's going to make disparity even. Like who, who is going to lose money based on being, uh, having a bunch of bum teams at the bottom. It's not going to be the schools. They're still in the big 10 and it's not going to be the big 10. What, what does it matter to them? Like UF. So then if you're Illinois, you're getting the kids that are like, this is probably a D two kid, but we could offer him a D one Or it could be a Mac, Mac kid. You know, you're, you're taking from that tier. Yeah. Yeah. And I got news for the other seven schools in that conference. Ain't doing that. Yeah. It will be, it's going to be, if you're a fan of anyone in the big 10, that's not one of those seven teams. Good luck to you. It's the, uh, it's that week. So I'll take an unnecessary shot at Michigan state. It'll be very funny to watch them recruit over the next 10 years. Uh, Well, I mean, they're getting Urban Meyer, Marcus Freeman, so they'll be okay. You think um, those two would be enough? Like, are they combined good enough for Michigan State? What would you do if are. they got like? What would you do if like Saban went back to Michigan State? <laughs> it would be. It would be funny. <laughs> like honestly, I'm. I tend to be more for give me more excitement than I am like. Oh, how does this affect Michigan? So, I. I mean, it, it would add some excitement to the Big Ten. You. What will your. So it's clear at this point, Michigan has probably as good a shot as anybody. But you are in the position to where one loss, your season's over. It doesn't matter if it's now or in the championship game. Mm-hmm. One loss, your season's over. What will your disappointment level be with a loss? And it, will it be different if it's, say, Ohio State versus the national title game? Um, nothing would be more disappointing than losing to Ohio State. That at this point in our what if you lose this weekend existence, <laughs> see you almost <laughs> laughed. That's why you can't take the Michigan State game seriously. I said, "What if you lose this weekend?" You started laughing. <laughs> I mean, it would that would be the most personally annoying because okay. I know more so realistically, Michigan State fans than any other group. So realistically, you'd rather would you rather win out, which includes beating Ohio State? Mm-hmm. And say Florida State just absolutely pumps you in the semi. You'd yeah, prefer fine that? With that. Over losing wow. to Ohio State. In and the, not getting in? Yeah. We haven't been there enough that I'm numb to it yet. We've been there twice. Give me two or three more times and maybe I'm there. Maybe maybe one more. I don't know. I guess one um, more. But I, we haven't been there enough that, it, it's, no, it, that it's not interesting. Um. And you have to remember that before these two past two years, it was bad, pretty pretty unwatchable for a long time. Um, what Penn State or Ohio? Which one are you more nervous about? Because one's on the road, one's at home. Penn State, I I think we have Ohio State's number right now. I'm not concerned about that game. I don't know what Drew Aller is. That's that's the big thing. I will know after this weekend. If Drew Aller, so can if he lights up Ohio, you're worried. Yes, I am because he can run a little. Like he, I mean, more than a little bit. If he can both run and throw, I think we'll have issues. Not saying we'll lose, but we'll have issues. If he can only run, I'm not concerned. Do you think Ryan Day's really going to show up and do the exact same game plan for a third year in a row? I do. I one hundred percent do. No hesitation. You no. think he'll show up with the same game plan again? I think so. I think he is so convinced of Ryan Day that eventually that is like I laugh because I think you're right I think he will show up and do the same thing I think he is going to think the similar thoughts as the before the previous two years and it will play out similar because we are we are the exact same team as last year just better if you try and run that exact same thing against us it will happen the exact same way 
because nothing is different. Surely someone gets in his ear and is like, we have awesome receivers. Let's throw the ball. I mean, I, I feel like this kind of goes back to... Because last year he was trying to prove he was tough. Yeah. I feel like that... And clearly that is no longer on his mind. Yeah, he already proved that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> threatened a senior citizen. You guys should have... Harbaugh should hit up Lou before that week and just have just him. Just get him. Just have him. Just empty the clip into Ryan Day. <laughs> it will be interesting to see who he yells at if they in the postgame if they is win Bo, this one. Is Bo still alive? No, no. Um, I was meaning this Carr week. still alive? Oh, this week. You could yell at the ghost of Joe Pa. Lloyd, Lloyd is dead. I said the ghost of Joe Pa. I'm, I'm he old. might not know he's dead, I'm saying. He might just go after Joe Pa. That's true. Who is more dead, him or Lou? <sighs> There's a statue of both of them. That was going to be my go-to. See. Well, actually, Joe Pa's statue is gone. They correct? take it down? I think so, yeah. So, honestly, that makes me think that Lou's more dead. Yeah. Joe Paul could be resurrected. Hot seat Joe Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this took a turn. NFL? Let's go uh, quickly. Yeah, we'll zoom through this. But, game by um, game. Um, Thursday night, Denver-Kansas City. That was a terrible game. It was a terrible um, game. Broncos are hilariously bad. I don't know exactly why I love them being so bad so much, but I do. Oh, something funny from this game. You saw the Steve Smith, Jerry Judy stuff? Yes. That was that was a spicy meatball. If you're Jerry, there's one dude you can't piss off in NFL media. Don't go after Steve Smith. He's an absolute dog. He's not going to care. He was always a dog. He will always be a dog. Steve Smith, like, retelling the story was hilarious. As Jerry Judy was warming up behind him. Um but, I mean, uh, Jerry Judy made him eat his words. I think he had three catches for nine yards. So, <laughs> he, uh, the thing he was about, like, watch this. The thing about it is he's absolutely right. Like, that yeah. is, that's what makes this so delicious. Jerry Judy has all the talent true. in the world and zero dog in him. Not everyone's got dog in him. Um, but yeah, Chiefs roll on. They have the Chargers next week where, not technically, but if, they, if the Chiefs win this week, They've pretty much wrapped up the AFC West. Yeah, They'll have a four-game lead and the tiebreaker. Yep. Um, Baltimore, Tennessee. Why do we keep sending these terrible games to London? Do we, do we hate them? Is this like you know, trying to double down on the Revolutionary War victory? Are you over the London games yet? Yes. I was, um, I was over the London games from the start. I like one a year. I do like the one a year where it's like, oh, there's a game at 930. We have another one in two weeks. Are you aware? It's like in Germany. In Germany. It is insane that the Jaguars played two of their 17 games on the course of the season in London. That is insane. I have no idea why you we're doing Goodell this. You see Goodell floated a London Super Bowl. That I'd be into. Why not? It started. Noon, Surely they would take care of our So they play in the middle of the night over there? I, I'm not for a They play noon. 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly... Once it would be different, I'm in. Why they not? said either Spain or Brazil next year. Ooh. I sent our beautiful boy to Brazil, and he's like, they need to play in Sao Paulo. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably won't. They'll probably play in Rio. At least it's but... on the right time zone. True. Um, but that game happened in Baltimore 1. Uh, That's... Fantasy standpoint, I mean, Zay Flowers continues to get more and more work. The Titans are... Derrick Henry, for the first time, I believe, went under half the workload. Which has been trending that way for a while. Titans two and four, still a decent value to make the playoffs. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> Editors, no, no. <laughs> Washington, Atlanta, Desmond whoa, Ritter. Whoa, hang on, I had a joke Boy. to make. They had him. <laughs> they had him right where they wanted him before Tannehill got hurt. 
Definitely. As I saw him on the sidelines, it was like, what, the end of the third quarter. I thought to myself, next week on the pod, I'm going to say, no matter how this game's end, game ends, that they had him right where they wanted him before Tannehill got hurt. So, Depending made. on what this tells you, I saw, I turned, I went away, did something, came back to the game, saw Malik Willis in, and I was like, oh, they finally benched Tannehill. So that's where my mind was. I mean. <laughs> Malik Willis is terrible. He is very bad. You know where he's from? From Louisville. Liberty. Liberty. Favorite Louisville. university of this uh, this podcast. Oh, yeah. the uh, He's a Fallwell boy. He is a Fallwell boy. Washington and Atlanta. Um, My guy. Now your guy. No, Sam Howell's a stud. Yeah. I'm, I'm fully on board. Sam Howell's a stud. Desmond Ritter is not. No. Um, I clown on this person a lot. Justin Fields on the Falcons would be fun. I mean, it would be what they have, but maybe a little bit more fun. Athletic. Yeah. Because they have some serious athletes. Kyle Pitts is starting to come to life. Um, they still didn't give the ball to Bijan a whole lot. most interesting part of this game was that the announcer kept saying Janu and Bijan. Yeah. Apparently, the, the Falcons went French for one week. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed all of that, but that was the only thing about that game that was entertaining in the slightest. Commies won. Um, yeah, borderline playoff team. Fantasy perspective, nothing. Sam Howell hates Jahan Dotson. That's probably about it. Yeah, I picked up Howell for this week thanks to uh, Richardson hitting the permanent IR. Um, so it's going to be Goff and Howell time. <laughs> Not Evan. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> Although that is maybe what That's I, the permanent IR. That is the permanent <laughs> IR. My apologies, Anthony. I'm not trying to... Vikings at Bears. Justin Fields was very funny again for three quarters. And then he got hurt. And some fellow named Tyson Bagent. Some sort of D2 quarterback. With very cool tattoos. Oh, my gosh. Um, Why do random white people feel the need to get the sleeves? He also appears to be terrible. And he's starting next week. I mean, if you're... Behind Justin Fields, you can't be good. <laughs> the Vikings got a win that they needed, despite Kirk not throwing the ball the ball a whole lot. Um, yeah, fantasy perspective about what we thought: Bears are do not touch, other than DJ Moore, and the Vikings, and even DJ Moore still yeah. kind of a do not touch. If you're looking for like dart throws each week. Once again, both Addison and Osborne ran a route on 100% of Kirk's dropbacks, yep. which that streak continues. Eventually, Osborne is going to be somebody you want in your lineup if, or can have in your lineup, I guess, maybe more so than one. Let's say Jefferson misses six weeks. I'd say Osborne will have two passable weeks, two very good weeks, and two absolute duds. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Choose wisely. Yeah. Um, personally, I'd prefer to not have to do that, but yeah. I'm doing it in both leagues. <laughs> Seattle at Cincy. Um, after a good couple drives, the Bengals kind of went back to. Yeah, it's worrying. Early Bengals. On, on Get Up this morning, they were talking about Bengals as uh, good, not good bets as in like they're going to, but value bets to win the AFC. I'm like, I still don't know that even at those odds. I I'm, do have a 28 to 1 future on them to win the Super Bowl. But um, they get the bye week now. The thing about it is. There is still a lot of time. There's still 10 weeks before the playoffs. Things can change. And more teams get in. Geno is continuing to turn back into Geno. Who could have seen that coming? Other than CMC, if you're looking at any time touchdown bets, Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker is. Wanna, surely he's got to be plus still in these games. Not by a lot. He's, but he's probably what, plus 120 for he most games. Way more touchdowns than games played. I don't, I don't know exactly. Um, 
he just and it's not like they get to the one. Like as soon as they get within the ten, he just has a nose for the end zone. Yeah. Um and he always gets the ball on the one too. So it's it's both of what you want from a touchdown score. Keep that in your pocket for any time touchdown. Um San Fran at Cleveland. This game wrecked us. It wrecked us and it I feel like I largely don't get upset by sports or gambling. And I was borderline furious by the end of this game. It also didn't help that there was a Browns fan near us. Weird little fellow. That was only eliciting stronger reactions from me because of his douchebaggery. Well, so I can't believe... Very few times in my speech just on how a game went, how, how it went. I get the injuries, but even before the injuries... Cleveland picked a fight before the game. Yeah. Which it should have backed it up. Yeah. It should have been a sleepwalking Niners team. Like you could understand after the Cowboys win, if they sleptwalk, you pick a fight with Debo and Trent Williams, you wake up the team. Yeah. And it didn't play they out woke that him way. up and it was fine. Pur- Purdy was so bad. He Pur- was terrible. Purdy called over all the people that were defending him for not being just a uh, system quarterback, and he flipped them all the bird. You know what he was? Pretty bad. <laughs> he was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, he was terrible. Uh, Cleveland started some PJ Walker, and they beat the Niners. That that he man. is the only quarterback to beat Brock Purdy in a game that he started. What a stat! Um, this scares me absolutely zero though on the 49ers. Still, no. who I think is going to win the Super Bowl? Other than your boy Jake Moody. Yeah, I liked Robbie Gold as a Niner. The man was automatic. Yeah. He might be 60 now. He's probably not kicking at all. Maybe he retired. Maybe. But I just think Robbie Gold Niners, automatic. How funny it would be if there's like some sort of semi-professional Belgian, like American football league. and He's, he's just over there with Morton Anderson, still just cranking field goals. <laughs> um, fantasy perspective, nothing. Niners are all risky. I think Kittle had one catch for one yard. Cleveland is Yeah, it's crazy. Like no the touch. only 49er I'm playing comfortably at any point is CMC, yep. and they're the best team in football. Carolina at Miami. This was funny. So Carolina got up, what, 14 nothing. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's look at the live line. Miami might be plus. Vegas is not stupid. Um, Absolute <laughs> disrespect. My, Tua got pulled in this game. Miami could have scored um, about as much as they wanted. This reminded me a lot of, like, a Michigan game. Yeah. Like, it started a little slow, and then immediately the boa constrictor circled them, and it was, how many points do you want to win by? And for an NFL team to be able to do the college thing, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Tyreek's so fast. Yeah. Um, fantasy perspective. And that's without HM. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been even worse. If your player has an MIA next to their name, put them in the starting lineup. Mostert had another massive game. Um, he's also a stud. He, I mean, he's fast. He's, they get Jeff Wilson back soon. Carolina, oh, I mean, Adam Thielen continues. Milkcheck. Might be the best player in the league. What did we see? He's wide receiver three. Something I think we like saw. that, yeah. Did not see that coming. Man, and they have to throw so much. Um, as long as they're running back. Uh, Miles Sanders is out. Chuba Hubbard's a nice little player. But, yeah, Miami, pretty good. Uh, let's say he's a nice little fantasy player. He's, he's, he's better than having an empty lineup spot. He gets a lot of opportunity. Yeah. So, I think he I think he's 15, 16 points. Take that every All day. Right. Um. Jacksonville Indy, you killed off Anthony Richardson. So sure did. It was Gardner Minshew, and it didn't. His revenge tour did not go well. I thought there was a chance that he was going to absolutely yeah. light him up. Hell, it he did didn't. not happen. It, it, he was he was very bad. Um, 
Jacksonville starting to take take a uh, grasp of the AFC South, unsurprisingly. But they're the Thursday night game. Do you see that line? Lawrence may not play. That changes things greatly. He says he feels good and he's going to play, but it's a game time decision. Um, I believe Blake Bortles is next in the line. No, so, no, no. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, but yeah, Jacksonville starting to take take advantage here. Fantasy perspective. Of, it seems Christian Kirk might be the guy over Ridley. Did not see that coming um, either. And I believe Moss scored the touchdown, but I believe JT moved to like seventy percent of the work. It's going to so. be JT. It's just a matter of when. You're. Uh, it might be. It might be wise to not play him until he like until it happens. I mean, even last. I think he had thirteen points. That's fine. No, you can live with that. And that's with not getting the goal line carries, which will come. New Orleans at Houston. He threw a pick. Yeah, finally. But now. did not turn the ball over. That's true. That is threw a pick, stayed on the field, and scored a touchdown. How about that? How about that? Um, you have anything I, else? In this floodgates game? are opening, though. Here come here come all the picks. Going to take them to the top. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. It was boring. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. I don't want to talk about the next game, or honestly, the game after that. Uh, hey, uh, Pats Raiders. Raiders won. Wolf. Why? I know they don't have other options, but why Mac Jones? Why? Why do they keep doing this? It's got to be Bailey Zappi at some point. Or will and literally anybody? They have the kid from Louisville. The kid from Louisville, Willie Cunningham. Sure. <laughs> uh, Arizona, L.A. Your boy Kyron finally got hurt. But he's finally hurt after it what? Was 158 yards and two touchdowns. Only, it was only a matter of time. You can't give the ball to the same guy 50 every times time. every single game and him not get hurt. Once again, who could have seen that coming? Um, and speaking of who could have seen that coming. Cooper Cup, pretty good. Cooper Cup, pretty good. R.I.P. the Puka thing. Do you see, though? Like, how is he always so open? I have no idea. He's not fast. It's definitely one of those things that, like, I know enough about football to know there's so much about football I don't understand. And why he's open is in that That's part true. of the realm. Because he's always open. He's always open. There is something about football and scheming and strategy that suggests Cooper Cup always open. Because we, I mean, we literally saw Puka slid into that role. He was, he was always, always open. open. Yeah. Other teams should do that. They should call <laughs> that role Seven Eleven. Have you ever heard that as a joke? That, you know, always open? People should try that one. Fantasy perspective. Stay far away from anyone on Arizona. L.A., obviously, Cup is a, probably, Cup is a wide receiver one. Puka is probably a wide receiver two, three. And it appears... Josh Evans, Zach Evans, Zach, Zach Evans. Evans. Zach Evans is the guy for one week in L.A. and then Kyron's supposed to be back. Supposed to be back. Yeah, um, I'm not sure that was worth a a wait. Like, I think he'll be fine. If you if you need a fill in, go for it. If yes. not, if I'm, you, I'm probably not. He's probably a concerned. top 25 play this week. But Kyron, from what I understand, should be back in like a week. Yeah, I think they have the bye after this week, so he'll be back. Um, Why wouldn't you just rest him one more week then? Maybe give him two. Are the Jets good? The Jets might be good. They're definitely not bad. How about that? I think they might. They could be good. They could be good. They So Salah I mean, is bragging about being the quarterback killer. He is wrecking. They are wrecking quarterbacks. I mean, there's no question the defense is off the charts. And this week was without, was without Sauce in their other starting corner. Have you? I saw a screenshot of what Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts did against them. It's like all of them were like one touchdown, three picks, two, less than 200 yards. That travels. Yeah. If 
if they had Aaron Rodgers, they could be the best team in football, I think. Because like Zach Wilson, even when he plays well, is still Zach Wilson. It, no, he's coming back. Just ask Greeny. They uh, look at this. They um, well, did you see Aaron Rodgers himself? Yeah, he said obviously well ahead of schedule. Obviously, he's out throwing the ball. If he comes back, that would be first of all hilarious. Um, no, what would be hilarious is if he comes back and aggravates it, <laughs> <laughs> or just the complete other ankle. But they beat the Eagles in a game. Brees Hall ran for 39 yards. Zach Wilson threw for 186 yards. Still beat the Eagles. Yeah. That's Doesn't a, matter how you win. Just that you do. And I think I saw that Jalen Hurts has already thrown more interceptions than he did last year. You take the tush push out. Eagles aren't that good. Agreed. Take. Uh, Detroit, Tampa, your Lions are awesome. I know. I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to spin the spins on this. They're one. a good team. I, I need a few more weeks to be able to to find a way to put them down. Because honestly, like Jamison Williams gives them a different dimension to where if you just if you just sit on routes like Aminar, Aminar kills you in the middle of the field. We, Jamison Williams will go over the top of your head. Yep. And then Laporta is a nice player. Had. Uh, even Josh Reynolds and Cleef Raymond at receiver are nice players. They have what, three good running backs. Their offensive line might be the best in football. And Jared Goff is playing MVP level football. They were talking about that on Get Up, Get Up this morning too. I I think that him to win the MVP is a good bet right now. They're a good team. It, the The hype is only going to grow more and more with him because voters want to give it to somebody like that. That's kind of a little bit more off the main path, especially a team that's off the beaten path, like. I, I think there is definitely a world where Jared Goff wins MVP this year. I do worry that they have a few more of those, like like the Thursday night game where they just run for three touchdowns, though. Campbell, the man yeah, likes but, to run the but ball. But what team doesn't have a few games where they way more run than pass? So I'm going to read off the rest of their schedule. Tell me where – try to find three losses. All right, hit me. Because they're at what, one right now? Yeah, five and one. They're at the Ravens this week. That could be a that loss. That could be one, yeah. Raiders? Nope. Chargers? Maybe. Bears? No. Packers? No. Saints? No. Bears? Definitely not. Broncos? No. Vikings? I mean, off chance. Cowboys? Maybe. Vikings? Yeah, no. That's a... They're, they're going to be the number one seed. Yeah. And they're going to lose in the in that, the first round. That That's where it's at right now. So is, right now it's set up. If you're the number one seed, you are then in the NFC title game. You, if you win one game. Right, yeah. And so you're saying they're going to lose. They're going to be one game away from the NFC title They're going to lose at home that first round. That's So that'd be losing to a team like the Seahawks. I can 1,000% see that happening. Or the Cowboys. I almost would bet on that happening. That's funny. They're good, though. They're good. Uh, yeah. Tampa has played nobody. They start to play people now. It's I mean, it's going to level out yeah, for them. Obviously, they're... Um, this game was pretty weird. New York, Buffalo. Uh, John, Bills have random stinkers. Yes, definitely. It's just nice for them that they won this one. <laughs> they did get the benefit of some good calls. Mm-hmm. Or not. Non-calls. And the end of the first half was hilarious. Almost as funny as the game we're going to talk about next in the first half. I don't know that I've ever seen a coach matter. Like, visibly matter. I'm sure that they have been. But outwardly matter than what Dayball was at, at your boy Tarad. What Tarad does, if you do that in high school, you're, that's you. You can't do Just that in high school. Come back next week. Yep. He ran the ball yes. with no timeouts, with like ten seconds left. As a fan of comedy, ten out of ten, no notes. I also want to say, if you're like, 
I understand he's the quarterback. I understand he's like 34 years old. Someone's got to look at him and be like, no. We're not – even if you're, vis- if you're literally saying the words in front of the defense, we're not running the ball. My first thought was, why didn't Saquon himself try to throw the ball? Yeah. Like just throw it away or something. But Buffalo found a way. They are a very good team. They are a very good team, but I would not bet on them to win the Super Bowl just because you have to win several games in a row without throwing up a stinker, and I don't know that I trust them to do Likely that. Likely four, point. and they're going to have at least one of those on the road. Yeah. They're not. I don't think they're They're definitely one of the teams that I'll be rooting for, but I don't, I don't think it happens. The last one, which was had a very funny happening. So Cowboys Chargers. Um, Cowboys looked okay. Cowboys are what they are. They're a slightly above average yeah. football team. They, so the end of the first half, they get down to like the 14-yard line, and there's like 14 seconds left, and they have two timeouts. And they get the completion on like the 14, and the clock stops because I think, obviously, they assumed they were going to burn a timeout. And you can see in the clip, McCarthy look at the official and be like, why'd you stop the clock? <laughs> and the official just stares at him like – and so they ran it down to three seconds and kicked the vehicle. I don't know you, that there's anybody in the league that more consistently gives funny moments like that than Mike McCarthy. He, he, you can take two shots to the end zone. You're paying your quarterback $40, 50000000 million. Take those shots. So funny. I always, you know that picture from the Nickelodeon game when they put like steam coming out of his ears and stuff? That's always what I picture. The bigger thing from this game, though, Herbert didn't look good. Herbert, you probably didn't watch this game, right? Obviously not. <laughs> He missed a lot of throws. I under, he does have a broken finger, but it's on his left hand. Yeah. I th- no, I, whatever hand it's on. He missed a lot of throws. Um, if he makes a couple more throws, they win that game. And I think it's fair at this point to ask of Herbert. Herbert's always going to put up stupid numbers. He's always going to look awesome doing it. You got to win. You got to start winning more games. Yeah. And he's got to go. He has to go somewhere else. He already resigned. It's- he can't. That's his own fault for sticking around. Yeah. Because. It took them, what, two weeks this year to lose Bosa, Derwin James, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler. It's, it's never going to um, happen there. you got to go. Eckler was back, and I believe Derwin James was back. The jerseys are too soft. That's the main problem. He, for as go. much talent as he has and really the roster has, I think he's like 500 since coming to the NFL. And this is not coming from – obviously, this is not coming from a place of Justin Herbert. Hey, I am, oh, a, yeah, I don't, I am a Herbert guy. I don't know anybody that loves Herbert more than you. But he's got to start winning games. Yeah. Really has to. Like, there was two huge throws he just completely missed. Especially considering, like, the division is not a gauntlet this year. Like, things are lined up to be pretty good. My prediction will be they lose an arrowhead on Sunday, which they will. Staley. I can definitely uh, see that. Is, will be on his last legs. I can see him going. Do we yeah. have markets on for like first coach to be fired? I know they have that in soccer. Do we, do we have that here? I don't think so. My, let's see. You have really anyone? Belichick ain't getting fired. So AFC East ain't happening. AFC West, they can't fire Sean Payton right away. I mean, he's a, a obvious choice, but yeah, they can't. So go. Staley, McDaniel's. McDaniel's has at least has an excuse though. Frable. No. Okay. So AFC, you're only looking at really Staley. NFC, Dable. No, I don't. I, I don't think you're far enough into that experience. New Cardinals coach won't. Um, O'Connell, I don't think will. This person very much could. Frank Reich, Panthers. I mean, you want to fire a guy like 
seven games into That's having right. a rookie quarterback. So I think the only two options are really Brandon Staley and Matt Eberflus. Bears. Yeah. I think those are your two options. I feel like with even with Eberflus, like, what's the point? I mean, it's not like it's going to get better. You have any stacks this week? I do. All right, let's get to them quick. Um, I have none. Two of the two biggest uh, points, sp- or excuse me, the highest over-unders this week are in the um, Denver-Green Bay game. Coming out of a bye week, I kind of like the Jordan Love-Christian Watson stack. I think that they're going to be able to take advantage of, we'll, we'll say, uh, a team in disarray with, with the Broncos. It's bad defense. I like those. Um, and the other game, surprisingly, uh, that has the highest point total is Arizona at Seattle. Um, I I think a Dobbs Marquise Brown um, stack is interesting. Dobbs obviously not a good real quarterback, kind of puts up numbies. And and Hollywood Brown, like you need somebody like him to pop to be able to to win. I mean, I think I think it lines up. I also like Jackson Smith and Jigba in that game, but that's mostly just because I think he's a very good football player and that will eventually shine. I do not have any stacks. Nothing I feel overly great about. Whoever. I don't think it went well last week. I don't remember who it was. I don't either. Must not um, have. But I, I, none of my lineups cash, so couldn't have gone that well. Uh, oh, I went heavy on Jags, Lawrence Ridley, which – Not the right play. Yeah, that was a very boring Speaking game. of Jags, let's get to lines. Um, I don't care if if Lawrence doesn't play. I still think I like them to beat the Saints. Also, it's at uh, – money line is plus 100. Uh, plus 100 you know, pick them. So, um, I think I'm hitting that – uh, just ASAP to to lock that one in. Hold up. Okay, the Jags haven't played their last two games in London, right? That was no the week before okay. that. Yeah. I'll say that'd be dirty. Two weeks in London, they make a play on a Thursday when they come back. There's two games I kind of like. There's as the board sits now, there's nothing I love. Bills minus nine against the Pats seems like not enough coming off a bad performance. I have them. My teaser. Yep. Pats are terrible. And then the other one is. Monday night, the Niners only being six and a half against the Vikings. Also in my teaser. I guess I'll just finish out my teaser. So I have Bills, seven points. Bills takes them down to minus two. Seahawks makes them a pick them. And 49ers to plus 0.5, so also a pick them. Um, I have two other lines. Packers coming out of a bye week. They're one-point dog – or one-point favorites, excuse me, in, in Denver. I This is not an endorsement of Green Bay, but they'll have had a – Full two weeks to try and figure some things out going against Denver. I, I think they win that one. Um, and Falcons, plus two and a half at Tampa. This is kind of both. I don't think Tampa's very good. And Falcons put up an absolute doo-doo performance in the second half of that game against the Commanders. Surely something has to improve. I don't think it has to improve that much to beat the Taylor Bucks. Heineke, maybe. I don't I don't understand why Taylor Heineke... I think I said this on the show. Uh, Desmond Ritter... Or excuse me. Taylor Heineke is bougie Desmond Ritter. Why don't you just play the bougie one? You have them both. I would play him. I would play him We as well. know what Ritter is, and he ain't winning a Super he Bowl. He is not very good. All right. Anything else? I think that's about it. That's it, man. That's it, man. We'll see you guys next week. 